Hello and welcome back, my dear ladies, to Discover Your Feminine Power. My name's Tanya, I'm your host. And today in our series of amazing Aquarian Age women interview, we have Linda from Hong Kong. Hi, Linda. Hi, hi everyone. Hi, Tanya. Welcome to the show. Linda has a website called lindamoana.com and she says she helps couples and single women uh, <clears throat> in their goals about relationships and sex and love. Linda, maybe you want to explain a little bit more about what exactly you do. Sure. Thanks, Tanya. So I help women with self-love, self-care, uh, reclaiming their sexuality, uh, being a better partner in their relationship. Um, I help them with their desires, you know, to perhaps express their sexuality, have better sex, be a better lover. Um, and uh, I help couples uh, in their relationship, relating better with each other, all the way from clarity, all the way connection, communication, healing to erotic intimacy. Oh, that sounds amazing. So you gave us a little uh, overlook uh, over what you do. Uh, it looks like you have a lot, there are a lot of topics uh, which you work on um, what do you like most of them? Well, I think the overarching is about love, about self-love and about our whole selves. So um, in my coaching, I help people integrate all these different parts of themselves because we, uh, if we don't do that, we have a lot of inner conflict and that creates an inner war and that's not self-love. Um, and um, I help people to uncover, you know, all these unconscious stuff um, through finding their triggers and finding their fears and, uh, and emotions. And most importantly, through their bodies because um, we in our society are so hung up on our heads. We've been taught that, you know, to be in our heads, to think. And uh, we, a lot of us are very disconnected from our bodies. I mean, I know I was. And our bodies hold so much wisdom and so much intelligence. And actually our bodies remember everything. So that is actually the key to the integration of a whole self. And as women, we always feel not that worthy. I'm not saying for all women, but many women that I've encountered, not that worthy or deserving, not feeling enough. And the key is the actual integration so that we are our whole selves and we love our whole selves. That's truly self-love. Wow, that was a nice explanation. Thank you, Linda. So you say a lot of uh, things are in the unconscious. How do you help the women or the couples yeah, to get um, to this 
uh, unconscious stuff that keeps them from having the amazing relationships and sex life that they should be having. Yeah, I think um, we start with our body and our body sensations, as I mentioned before, um, and really listen to our body, really um, pay attention. And I guide them through, I have some tools that I guide them through uh, in terms of uncovering uh, different aspects, such as, you know, working with their inner child or working with their emotions. And, uh, you know, so with these tools that I do with clients, things come up, you know, things, it, it allows, you know, things to bubble up, things that are unconscious to bubble up. And when they're made conscious in a very safe place, in a safe container, then that's when, you know, healing can happen. And people are aware and they learn and they realize, you know, because we all have it within ourselves. It's in our bodies. Uh, our bodies never forget. Our bodies um, have everything stored here, you know, but it's stored here to protect us because if we're not ready, uh, you know, we could be so-called re-traumatized because we remember everything, including all of our trauma, whether it's our own personal trauma or collective trauma or trauma that ancestors have passed down to us. It's all in our bodies. Interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot of healing when uh, people speak to you. What do you, uh, what would you say is the most uh, present in women, the most present problem that they have when they come to you? Well, I think a lot of women, um, well, in my experience, uh, women are, they would like to have better sex. Um, but even before that, you know, a lot of women may not even know what they want. What are their desires? Uh, we are so, um, I think, many of us are so numb from all that we do every day. We're so busy. Uh, we are on this high, um, like everything is very hyper and um, women find it hard to relax and really get in touch with their true self. And, um, and women want to feel more, feel more alive. Like what's the meaning of life and, um, and for women who come to me specifically uh, for, you know, love, they want to love themselves more, or they want to learn how to love their partners or, um, you know, have better sex, as I mentioned before, better relationships. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we are so disconnected from our bodies. We cannot even feel our desires anymore. And if we have them, I think many women uh, don't uh, allow themselves to have certain feelings or thoughts uh, or to allow themselves to be sexual. Yeah, I think uh, what happens is that um, sex is a very taboo topic, isn't it, Tanya? Uh, and it's associated with a lot of fear and guilt and shame. And um, so women have been taught to be good girls, uh, to contribute to your family or your community or, you know, 
even in the workplace and to uh, not really stand out so much, um, not to fall behind, just to be sort of like in that group, in the crowd, doing your work. Um, and um, at the same time, you know, uh, we, when we tend to get caught up in our heads, we really miss out on pleasure because pleasure is in the body, it's tactile. We think we have pleasure, you know, like, oh, I love eating that ice cream <laughs> or, you know, but sometimes it's actually a compensation for our numbness rather than really feeling into our bodies and really feeling pleasure. And the thing about it is women are, that's our natural birthright to feel pleasure. Where our bodies are built to feel pleasure. And actually that is our secret power. Once we feel pleasure, so many things fall in place for women. Wow. That's amazing news. Um, secret power of our of women. And I think most of us don't even know this. You're right, because we uh, were, were growing up, we living in a very patriarchal society. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, up to about 50 years ago, uh, for a woman to feel empowered, the best way would be for her to marry well. And that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. And, um, and so now instead, you know, now that we have um, so much liberation, uh, but we're still stuck, you know, we're still stuck in, uh, like, yeah, we want to be equal to men, right? We, you know, we, women de demand the same kind of rights as men, but we're doing it in a way that is in competition with men. So we're yeah. taking on the same attributes. We think that to act like a man is the way we can compete. When, exactly. Whereas, whereas, in fact, if we do it our way as women and the way we're built, you know, instance being in our pleasure that brings us to have this really juicy turned on life uh you know feeling really alive and being radiant and you know this really will magnetize people people are drawn to women like that and so much you know this law of attraction or high vibrations energy uh brings in so much other opportunities or at least thing, gifts for women, blessings for women that is often, you know, we're not uh, looking at it that way. We think we have to work hard. We think we have to hustle uh, to get what we want and, you know, and find our way. How are we going to get there? How do we get to the top? Uh, you know, and that uh, can really be... Um, harmful to women in the sense that we can really burn ourselves out because we're not built like men. Uh, our adrenal glands, uh, which is, you know, stress, uh, stress hormone cortisol is in our adrenal glands. And that's really uh, so closely tied in with our sex center. And when that is uh, really burning out, that takes away our life force energy. 
So as women, we can't be like men. That's the biology. You know, biology still trumps no matter what we have done in terms of, you know, the feminine movement back in the 60s and 70s, which is a good thing. However, we have to learn to do it. You know, we're learning every step of the way, right? So now we're learning how to do, uh, how to have our power, you know, by being soft. Power through our pleasure. Exactly, exactly. You touched on uh, a lot of topics now, um, but I see the connection to my last uh, talk, the last few talks that I had with the other women. We're trying to be men because mm -hmm. that's what we know, that's what we see. We don't, we have been so disconnected from our femininity and also our mothers hadn't taught, they haven't taught us how to be women and how to use this energy as you explained it just uh, before. And we try to copy what we see, of course, but we get extremely depleted. <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry we get extremely depleted in our feminine energy which is again uh, yeah which makes us women and glowy and beautiful and then uh, <clears throat> not only we have a problem also the men the men don't find us attractive anymore because we become men mm. by uh, emulating them by trying to be men yes. and uh, depleting this uh, the second chakra energy for which is creation and femininity but it's uh, yeah what you say is very interesting and also at the very similar to what other women have said so you say <clears throat> also that uh, being relaxed is connected to sex and our sexuality yes can you elaborate a little bit more on that and how, what do you do for women who feel like that yeah, I think, um, you know, when we uh, live in this fast moving world, it's hard to relax. I, it's not just for women, it's also for men. It's a very common overlooked issue because people think, well, you know, I can relax. I mean, I can contract my body and then now I'm relaxed. Um, I would also say that uh, I don't know uh, if many women are actually relaxed during sex uh, because, well, it really depends on the relationship with their partner uh, or their lover. Uh, I feel that so much, uh, so many women actually give away our sexuality to the men because, um, you know, it's almost like that caregiving mode of women where we really care for men and our children and we want to make sure they're happy and we want to make sure they're satisfied and set and then we sort of get the leftovers and I, I feel that that's, I, I, you know, speaking to so many women as well as my own experience, uh, you know, uh, men's satisfaction comes first so we actually give ourselves to men. It's known that women will take longer to feel the peak of pleasure. Uh, so a lot of times we feel like we're not, maybe it's not worthy, you know, to take up so much time, how long it takes, or, um, or that I don't even know because many women don't even know their bodies. Like, what is it really that would bring me 
more pleasure or to really know themselves. Like, what do I like? Um, so for women not to even know ourselves makes it even harder to go into a partnership. Exactly, that's true. Yeah. So you help them, firstly, to get to know themselves. And as you said before, also identify that sex is not a one-sided thing. We're two people and yeah. And women often give away their sexuality to the man or they try to serve the man in sex. <clears throat> yeah. What's the reaction of women who hear this for the first time or who find out for the first time that they actually do this and they become aware of that or that they also become aware of the fact that it's actually okay to also claim the other half of this reunion, which is sex that is happening well, women generally would love that, I believe. Um, it's just that maybe she doesn't know how to go about it or she's afraid. She's afraid what her partner would think. She's afraid of whether, uh, you know, to, to experiment and not have success, for instance. There's so much doubt around self-doubt as well as doubt around the you know, the experiences. Um, so I feel that women are not being in our sovereignty, you know, to, oh, this is what I want, or at least this is what I want to try. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I want this for me. Yeah, good. <laughs> Um, and how do you, well, how does a woman get to know herself better? What do you uh, suggest to them? How do you help them? Oh, uh, so through the coaching, a lot of things come up, you know, where um, women can connect the dots between what has happened in their life or, or why is it that I have a fear about this? Oh, it turns out. Let's say, why do I have a fear about being, feeling sexy? Oh, it turns out that my mother told me to, to tone it down because men will take advantage of me. You know, I learned that when I was younger. Um, so when they realize that and they say, well, when I was a younger, yes, to protect me, I needed to do that. But now that I'm older and I understand myself better and I know how to protect myself, then I don't need to be that way. So a lot of it is uh, self-discovery, awareness, and um, as well as having the tools to be able to practice and to embody that. Tanya 
gonna wait for her. You're back. We're back. Sorry, we had an interruption. Our network wasn't stable. So Linda, I was going to ask you, how do the women react when they become aware all of a sudden that they have limiting beliefs about sex or that they even uh, understand that things could be better or different? Well, a lot of emotions come in that because um, they still could have fear. Even if you know that you are not where you want to be, there's still fear and resistance. There's a lot of unconscious stuff that holds people back and that blocks people. And um, so that's where in my coaching, we help to uncover that and help uh, integrate those parts of them and then uh, having using tools to do that, as well as having practices to be more embodied, to love and accept these parts of themselves that have been holding them back. It's usually because of protection that they need to feel safe. So when they understand these parts of themselves and they understand that your body is not against you, actually your body has been evolving to really protect you for survival um, because that is the main thing, you know, survival. And so it could be so many other things are uh, rejected along the way in order to survive. But when we're past the survival mode and we want to um, self-actualize, uh, then that's where, you know, reclaiming all these lost, rejected selves and bringing them to the light. Uh, you know, some of them may be very shadowy, and bringing them to the light is how we become whole. And, um, and a lot of it, you know, sex is really the ultimate, as I mentioned before, because that's really the taboo topic filled with so many negative uh, emotions, such as fear, guilt, and shame. And can you give an example or a few examples of these rejected sides that come up in sure. your clients? Sure. Uh, I had one client who I was working with who never felt that she was very feminine or very sexy. Uh, she's very hardworking, uh, actually very um, in her masculine because uh, I'm not saying masculine is bad. It's not, neither. Uh, it's, you know, we all have a combination of masculine and feminine energies. Uh, but she was just overdoing it on the masculine side and uh, not being able to feel uh, intimate partnership with her partner. And, um, you know, and one of the things about it was she always dressed very plainly and uh, she just didn't feel really sexy. So we looked into that. I mean, that was one of her desires to really feel, uh, des to be desirable and to feel uh, like, feminine and attracting and magnetizing. And when we went through some inner child work, uh, she discovered that she remembered. She's actually 
forgotten because it happened so long ago. She remembered that her mother had told her when she was very young, like, oh, you should be, you shouldn't be sexy, you shouldn't be so feminine, you shouldn't dress too, too, attract, too attractively because men will then take advantage of you. And so that's why she, you know, unconsciously was always trying to protect herself by toning herself down. And when she realized that, uh, she understood that, you know, it's nothing wrong with her. Uh, it's just how she evolved because of what she's been taught, how she's been conditioned. And um, with that, and now that she knows, she's a grown woman now, she knows how to protect herself. So she can choose when she wants to be sexy, when she doesn't. It's her choice. Wow, so that reflected from her mother's own trauma. Maybe the, the mother was uh, traumatized when she showed her femininity and sexuality. So she made sure the daughter wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. And then mother, the daughter carried on. Yes, her mother actually, um, she felt like her mother also um, valued her brother more. So there was, there is some cultural aspect, some family aspect, you know, it's all, it's very holistic. <laughs> we are all so uniquely um, created as well as uniquely conditioned. So uh, um, everyone, that's why it's so nice to be able to do one-on-one -on -one coaching because uh, then we get into the specific issues or the specific needs of a client. Exactly, yes. Um, you said earlier that about the conditioning that um, you are in Hong Kong and Asian women are probably even more conditioned <laughs> and maybe less allowed to show their femininity or to show what they really think than the Western woman who has kind of more freedom to be yeah. who she wants to be. Do you agree with that? Well, I would say that Asian culture is much more modest and conservative versus Western culture. So, uh, and there's more of a, a collective, you know, like uh, it's um, prioritizes the collective versus any individual. Like you prioritize the family over an individual's wants and needs or the communities. The Asian culture is built that way. And so that's what Asian women grow up in and are conditioned to belong to. Um, and in the West, you know, for instance, I, I grew up in the US. Uh, yeah, it's much more free. You can, you're free to say what you want. You're free to express how you want. Um, and sex is very much in your face, you know, in the media and ads, um, in terms of aspirations. Um, and you know, it's more liberated uh, in the Western world. However, I also discovered that um, maybe in Europe, it's truly liberated. However, I, I believe that in the US, it's actually, um, it seems liberated, but actually it's very puritanical deep down. Uh, and so there's a lot of con contradiction and conflict caused 
because of society is so actually very puritanical, but on the outward, it's even more blatant. I mean, in Europe, I don't think it's even that blatant in terms of ads. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Europe, it's because it's truly in the nature and it's truly more liberated, then you don't need to really show anything, you know, or be so like putting a point out. But in the US, I feel like, yeah, it's so sex oriented, like sex sells, but actually um, people are really puritanical and um, there's so much contradiction within a woman in terms of you know, how they feel about sex, sexuality, um, and also for men. Yes, I have to agree. Even if we see this sexual stuff all the time, like um, we see a lot more skin and you can talk about it. I think <clears throat> deep down inside the people, it, so it, firstly, I think it's very male oriented, very masculine. You gotta have sex, um, the more sex, the better. And it's about accomplishing stuff. It's not about uh, uniting. It's not about having an intimacy, a real intimacy. It's very masculine oriented. And so, uh, secondly, I also, I don't think that women in the West truly connect um, to their needs and feelings, or, or let's say not all of them. Many uh, probably have the same issues than you discussed earlier. Mm -hmm. um, so do you think we are, <clears throat> yeah? I believe that, you know, if we strip away the conditioning and allow safety, there's really no difference between race or culture. Exactly, yeah. We all want the same. We all want the same. Mm -hmm. So what is the way out, Linda? What should we do? How do we connect more to our needs and our inner feelings and our sexuality? Yeah, so for women, um, I think, first of all, it starts internally. Uh, we, at least in my experience, I was always on the go, moving fast. I mean, Hong Kong's a very fast moving city. You have to keep up, not enough time, so much to do. Um, but to be able to pause and to slow down, really slow it down and breathe and feel into our bodies feel with our five senses, especially the sensations of our bodies and focus on that and um, you know, really observe, really pay attention, really listen. What is our body trying to tell us? And being, um, being embodied and then having whatever emotions come up, you know, we've been taught to repress them or put them aside or um, no, this is good, not, this is not good. Uh, you should feel happy, you shouldn't feel sad, you know? Um, and so we, we repress our emotions. For us to be more feminine is really to 
embody and embrace our emotions and to really feel uh, that is a real feminine energy. Um, and to, you know, like we're so much in our heads. So that's again, in our heads, masculine, be in our bodies, more feminine. And um, then we start to look for pleasure. You know, we're built for pleasure. So self-pleasuring, uh, this is how we nurture ourselves, how we nourish ourselves. And uh, on for external, let's say with the relationship or up with in a social aspect, you know, relating with other people, one thing women can do more of is to do less and to receive more. And um, uh, you'd be surprised, Tanya, how much a woman actually is offered. And so many women unconsciously just automatically deflect, reject, decline, you know, any offers of where they are in the position to receive. And this, you know, a lot of it is our mindset, again, our conditioning, if we want to be successful, like men, men are strong, capable, independent, they can do it themselves. That's, you know, again, we've adopted that. Uh, we think that being uh, independent and strong and, and all that, we shouldn't receive. We should do it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, um, that's really goes against, again, our natural biology. And um, by receiving, uh, we soften. We are not so exhausted. Uh, we can nourish ourselves. We can restore ourselves. Um, we are not depleting ourselves. And I think another reason why um, we don't know how to receive is because, as we mentioned before, our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts, and uh, we are, you know, they tended to be caregivers for their families, but to the point of even self-sacrificing. So, you know, this is again, different from receiving. And when you're exhausted and you're just bogged down, you have so many things to do. That's the opposite of being radiant and alive. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Um, so slowing down, you said, is one way getting out of your head into the body. That's more feminine way to be. Uh, accepting pleasure and receiving, accepting to receive. I think that's a really big one. Most women, uh, as you say, have trouble just to receive a compliment or to receive any kind of help because we've been conditioned that uh, you are an independent, strong woman, you do it yourself. Mm. Yeah. And then for compliments, it's because when we've, been, actually, we've been conditioned to feel modest and maybe unworthy, you know, there's, or undeserving. There's that underlying current, undercurrent of that conditioning. And so we, we feel that if we were to um, 
brag to you know that's very um it, it, it's it's like we're being uh, too much and so that's something also being viewed as negatively to be too much you know so we yeah. kind of oscillate between too much and not enough <laughs> so we're on these extreme polar ends and going back and forth and where is our equilibrium and so you know for yeah, exactly so we are equilibrium that could help us be in our balance yeah yeah exactly but the bragging thing that's very masculine though and for men it's very normal to brag but women are kind of not allowed to brag uh, or if you do you're looked at in a strange way or you looked at being very masculine or so uh tanya do you know mama gina Mama Gina nope. has a school of womanly arts and um, one of her biggest teachings, her foundational teachings is to brag. And um, my teacher adopted it to be celebrating. So one can celebrate, you know, it's a bit softer, but it's the same. I brag that, you know, to be really Hey, when I'm powerful, I can brag, but it doesn't mean that it's, it, it doesn't mean that I'm better than you. It doesn't mean anything about you. It's me. And so I celebrate that about me. And when women can get into a group and celebrate together, take turns celebrating. Oh, I celebrate this about me. It's such a union of sisters rather than women competing against each other, women who, um, who feel that, um, you know, like I'm not worthy, she's, she's better than me. And, you know, comparing, a lot of comparing happens with women, right? And so we learn to embrace ourselves as who we are uniquely in this communion of sisters and sisterhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, um, very nice, very beautiful. Um, I'll make sure to include the link to your teacher below in the description as well. Mama Gina, you said, and of course also your details. <clears throat> so I uh, yeah what do you suggest uh, I think you have prepared a little exercise for our viewers today uh, can you explain what we're gonna do sure um, as I mentioned self-love is really our foundation it's really the foundation for everyone men and women um, but we've been conditioned as women to really um, feel less worthy and we would criticize ourselves. We would 
thinking that it's for our improvement or better, you know, or there's actually sometimes for women, there is a bit of self-hatred. Um, so I have this practice called the breast massage. And it's a self-care practice that's very easy to do. And it really helps to build up self-love, to build up pleasure. Um, it opens the heart because the breast and the heart are in the same chakra. And it can melt away pain and shut down. And with the massage, it increases your sexual sensitivity um, and balance your hormones and creates oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone. So this uh, massage is done in two ways. The first way we're going to release and we're going to clean, cleanse and purify. So anything that's not needed, any toxins. And the second way is to bring in nourishing, bring in whatever we want in our life, in ourselves. So bring those qualities to us. Now for women who have, um, let's say uh, they, they have issues with their breasts in terms, you know, because the second direction is a very nourishing and it will grow. You can even grow the breasts. So it will grow whatever is in the breast. So it's only do it if you have healthy breast tissue. And if you are want to be cautious, then what you can do is just do it energetically. Like you're not touching your breasts, but you're just doing the directions energetically and you're still bringing in those qualities that you want for yourself. Okay, let's give it a try. So we will listen to you carefully to what you say and do the same. So, okay, I'm going to demonstrate. Can you see me? Can you see my body? Yes, you can see clearly. Okay. So, so I would invite you to sit and just feel into your body and take some deep breaths. And when you inhale, you wanna inhale from all the way to your lungs, to your belly, to your sex center, and exhale out fully, and inhale again. And as you inhale, feel the sensation of your breath into your body. And as you exhale, track your breath as you breathe out and feel the difference of how your breath feels going in and out. And one more deep breath in and deep breath out fully. Now I'd like to blow kisses to my hands. Yeah. And gently place them on my breasts. And just feel your hands on your breasts and feel your breasts touching your hands. And the palms of your hands are the reflexology point of the heart. So it's actually having heart on heart. 
and just relish the sensitivity, the sensuality, and honor, honor whatever state that you're in. So at this moment, you could feel pleasure, you could feel softness, you could feel sensuality, but yet you could also feel sadness or shame, whatever it is, just honor it. And to breathe into your breasts. And now I like to take with my hands, I'd like to reach down and bring up the dark, rich energy of the earth up to my heart. And then start to massage with my palms down on the outside and up on the inside. So as I said earlier, this direction is the releasing direction, the cleansing and purifying direction. And so it can release any toxins, anything that doesn't serve. And I can also drop this to the earth. The earth is a great recycler of life and death. What is needed and what is the nutrients as well as what can feed the nutrients. So we can do that again, bring in that life energy of the earth and massage and just feel into it and accept whatever is that you're feeling your emotions and breathing into your breasts and your heart and now we can stretch our arms to the sky and just feel that in the cosmos, that light, radiant, bright energy, and just bring it down to us, bring it to our heart, pulling it from the sky to our heart, this goodness. And you can feel what do you want to bring into yourself, to your body. It could be love. It could be radiance, it could be generosity, it could be forgiveness, it could be beauty, anything you want to bring in. And then what you're gonna do is you're going to massage down on the inside, up on the outside, the opposite direction. And feel your, these qualities being massaged into your body. And let that nourishing energy and that goodness saturate to every cell of your breasts and your heart. And you can do it one more time, reaching up to the sky and feeling that radiant bright light, blessings of energy bringing it down to your heart and massaging again, down on the inside, up on the outside, bringing in those qualities you want. And finally, you're just gonna cup your breasts and just gently shake them 
and smile it down at them. Take a deep breath into them. And sit for a moment and integrate this experience. So what did you experience, Tanya? That was amazing, Linda. I hope it was the same for the viewers. I felt immediately that uh, I was kissed right at the beginning. Like I had the experience of really being with somebody and uh, my breasts would be kissed. That was really good. So I let and then the rest sink into and maybe I'll repeat it. It's a very good exercise. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful, Tanya. Um, I forgot to mention that um, breast massage can be done either on with your hands over your um, your clothed breasts. So, you know, through clothing. But um, you can also do it on bare skin, which is even more of an experience. And with bare skin, you want to apply some skin-friendly oil, such as jojoba oil or coconut oil, almond oil. And that is um, very luscious and very yummy. Um, and again, I want to say that, you know, sometimes a woman may not feel that in the beginning. And that's okay. Because our bodies know what's priority. It might be a priority to heal before you have the pleasure and to allow that. And when you allow that, and the body, you can express that, then when that is released, then maybe the pleasure is right under there. So we need to trust our bodies. And we need to you know, know that our body knows. It has this wisdom that is so amazing. Good. So how often do you suggest to do this? Well, I mean, um, if you have time, you could do it every day. It doesn't take very long. Um, if you have many different practices, you, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, whatever is your intuition, let your intuition guide you. But in the beginning, when you haven't, you know, experienced it, it's good to be able to do it for a number of days in a row. And so then it becomes second nature and then it becomes part of your toolkit of self-care and self-love. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> another, another one, another beautiful tool of self-love and self-care that we should focus on a lot as women, I think. Uh, much more than we already do yeah so these are types yes of we're to be more in the being mm -hmm. yeah 
So these are the type of practices that can bring us more from doing fast, you know, rushing and slowing down and relishing ourselves and savoring ourselves and really getting to know ourselves and to, you know, love ourselves and to care for ourselves. Exactly. We don't have enough of that. We need to slow down more, be more in the feminine energy, be, yeah, do our routines. It's also very feminine, doing our routines in the morning and not rushing. It takes as much time as it does. Mm. And it's okay. Absolutely. We've been conditioned to feel that we have to be productive. We have to keep doing stuff. Um, you know, in terms of, oh, we have to have goals. We have to take the steps and move towards our goal every moment. Well, but that doesn't serve women because sometimes our energy is just, you know, um, kind of pottering around, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. It doesn't have to be goal oriented. It's just being in the flow, just being in the pleasure and taking the time, slowing down. That's how you really feel it. Exactly, I couldn't have said it in a better way. Let's allow ourselves to be more in the now and to be less goal oriented sometimes and just be, just be, enjoy the sun, enjoy the day, take a walk or do yeah. nothing. If you feel like doing nothing, it's all right to sit on the couch all day long. <laughs> even not, not even doing anything, not even watching a movie. It's not even, not even that, not even replying. Yeah. Any message to anyone, that's okay too. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we'll come to an end. Would you like to add anything else about your work that we haven't said yet? Um, what can people do if they want to work with you? Or are you also going to offer some kind of workshop near in the near future? Yeah, um, so I, uh, I have on my website a um, form for a discovery call. I offer a free discovery call uh, if you'd like to see if I could help you with something that you would like to, you know, in terms of desire-based because the coaching is desire-based. And um, a lot of times people already learn a lot about themselves just from the discovery call. I also offer play shops. Uh, we could do them by Zoom if you're not in Hong Kong. The play shops uh, are for women to have fun, to have pleasure, to learn about themselves, and also um, uh, just to learn some more practices, some guided meditations. And um, the play shops, uh, I have not yet scheduled any because it really depends on the demand and who and what time and where people are in the time zone. But if the audience has, you know, like if you want to gather a bunch of friends and say you have four people, four women, 
I can offer a special package for um, the play shop and also for the listeners or the viewers today, I will offer a 20% discount. So, so um, uh, you know, you could have a 20% discount coupon for, you know, for being a member of the audience uh, for this play shop. And um, what you would need to do though, is to gather a group of friends because it would just make it easier in terms of time zone, because I have clients from all around the world and it's, uh, you know, time zone I find, and people are working, you know, there's so much, in Hong Kong, people are so busy, um, even without traveling. So um, that would be my offer. And, you know, and also to even just have conversations and discussions, if you have, if your viewers have any questions, um, I'll be happy to engage. How could they contact you if they want to? Uh if they have a question or if they are interested in so my uh, website is lindamoana.com it's spelled l-i-n-d-a-m-o-a-n-a.com and you can either inquire through there or if you want to send me an email it's linda at lindamoana.com Perfect. Great. All the information will be in the description below, of course. And yeah, thank you very much, Linda, for our talk today. It was uh, a pleasure. It was a pleasure <laughs> to meet you, to speak to you, and to do the exercise together with you. Thank you so much, Tanya, for um, for having me and uh, for letting me join with your audience to show, you know, to share in what I know. It was my pleasure. <laughs> You're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I love putting out these videos and making these interviews. I think it's very much needed all around the world that we women talk about our uh, femininity all around the world. We connect and help each other, raising each other up, uh, start to, yeah, just start to bring it into the awareness. And there will be more, <clears throat> there will be more interviews. And if you are watching now and you feel like I'm also doing something like that, or I have something to say, contact me through the telegram group which will be in the description as well for the discover your feminine power uh, women there's a telegram group for that or through a comment or through my website linda and bye bye uh, to hong kong many kisses <laughs>